You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It is the Unpack Podcast here from AcmePackingCompany.com and SB Nation. Back again after week two of the NFL season. Follow us on Instagram. I'm going to start saying that first. Follow us on Instagram and then also Twitter, at the Unpack Pod. Um, I am Zach Rapport. Dialing it in from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Follow me on those platforms, at Zach Rapport. Maybe not Instagram. I don't know. That's personal. It's just pictures of my dog, but if you want, you can. Pictures and videos of your dog. And videos. It's true. So, dog content. Sure. Follow me. Why not? That was... Uh, the lovely voice of Nick Bornheimer. We've also got Alex Patakis here holding it down in Brooklyn. Guys, how you doing? Chilling, man. It, it was a, uh, it, we took one on the chin week two, but that's fine. This is what was supposed to happen, right? In one way or another. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. More on that later. Alex, how you doing? <laughs> um, doing well. Yeah. Back and not as sick and ready to resume life can we uh peel back the curtain and talk about how you just made nick and i go head to head to compete in like an ad read for another show <laughs> well, it was not a competition but <laughs> if it was a competition you know, it was just like free throws man we're on camera we're holding up a script <laughs> yeah. It, yeah yeah fair enough um yeah well uh yes i did need some some voice help uh the read also has a disclaimer which oftentimes is another foreign voice so i figured i'd make you both do everything and then pick one of each to culminate in a beautiful uh unpack pod ad and then for a different different show right and then (laughs) not for this you won't tell us who you chose for what and you'll make us each listen to it and then you get two more clicks on that pod i see your game yep exactly boom um yeah and i'm gonna bury it somewhere where you gotta listen to like a lot can, of can it can we get uh Esfuerzo wine <laughs> oh well that's we the thing is um we've kind of you know podcasting twice a week in the fall for me um you know on this show we've kind of nick and i have kind of branded ourselves the wine boys on the other show i'm kind of the wine guy like i you know nice glass of wine at the end of the day when you're sitting around talking about your team, especially when your teams often cause you pain. Um, so I think that uh, there will be a lot of this Espresso wine consumed on our show as well, which is great. Um, so I'll let them know. Maybe I'll buy a, an unpacked pod case on behalf of us. And then, uh, you know, we'll... We'll have a nice stock for all it. the times we get to meet on. I'll check with uh, our corporate overlord, Justice Mosqueda, and see if we can get our own sponsors. I'm not sure that we can, but 
don't know. Should try. Oh, well, they could be an unofficial. A little backdoor like, uh, situation. Yeah. There you go. A little cash like under all the, the other, like how I mean, British Airways is an unofficial sponsor <laughs> after last week. Yeah. And I believe. Um, As is Belushi's Pub in London. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, but, I didn't yeah, even we... mention them by name. Uh, great people at Belushi's Pub, London Bridge <laughs> in London. Uh, next time you're in London, give them a look because they pour a mean pint of Guinness. Anyway, onto the pod. Zach, you got to keep us on the rails here. Actually, take that back. You're the one who got us off the rails. That's true. Start. I think he enjoys yeah. this. Yeah, he really does. He, like, he likes Mike the will be like, All jib right, and jab. Let's rain it in. I'd just like to like say that you know, Nick's Belushi's uh, pub plug is intended for those of legal drinking age. Do not drink and drive. Excessive alcohol <laughs> consumption may be harmful to your health. Let's <laughs> speed that up in post. <laughs> please, please, and there we go. Please. Got an ad drop. <laughs> Bang. Oh, I don't know, guys. 25-24 Packers um, fall in... Um, I don't know, a fashion we've become used to in the Joe Barry era. Not that I'm pinning it all on Joe Barry, but a fourth, a bit of a fourth quarter collapse to the, uh, to the Falcons. And um, let's, let's get into it with, uh, with our notable nuggets. Let's do note nugs, hashtag note nugs, tweet at us um, or send them on Instagram. I'm just going to keep plugging that. I'm on Instagram. I respond to people. Um, after every game, let us know your notable nuggets. I'll go first, and my notable nugget is um, Cam Akers is now a Viking. <laughs> As of like twenty minutes uh, ago. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Um, right. oh, where's the breaking news sounder? There it is. Cam Akers is now a Viking. So, a guy that is washed, but other Packers fans wanted to replace AJ Dillon is now on a different team, and he'll be washed for them. Don't worry. Um, but we've still got AJ Dillon, which we're not we're not loving that. We're not loving <laughs> that experience. Can't get a yard. Can't get it. Can't can't get over his own feet. It seems. I don't know. It's pretty. I don't want to keep piling on week after week. But um, not only can he not get over his own feet, his feet injure our all-pro oh offensive yeah. linemen. Yeah. And hopefully that MCL sprain does not keep Elton Jenkins out for too long. But man. If the damage was only done to yourself and in a contract year and not to the rest of the team, that's better. Yeah. Ugh. I I promise everyone not to bring up AJ Dillon every week uh, this year. So maybe this will be the last time in a while that, that I bring him up. But it, I'll I'll say this as a put a finer point on it to to stop bringing him up. But I've, I've now come to the the conclusion that although we used to have a 1A and 1B a couple years ago, we now have a 1 and like a not very good 2. He's just a backup running back at this point, and there might be better options. There are worse options out there, but he's a backup running back. And yeah, I don't know. Can't get a yard, tripping over your own feet. Asking him to run outside is not helping, but not good. Not good. Not great, Bob. Not, Not great, great, Bob. Bob. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't believe you. Um, I don't think that you cannot bring him <laughs> up. And I think that it's not your fault because, you know, he's he's the one giving I us know. reasons it's, to. It's going to um, keep being frustrating. 
like it would be honestly if we don't talk about him it's a great thing because maybe he's just like you know floating under the radar with a two yard gain here and a chunk play of six there you know like because that's like basically a chunk play for this guy i i don't know it's it's sad but i mean what is it year four yeah like it there's you know there's no sense in waiting around any longer because we kind of know what we've got um so that's a bummer and when you start hurting other people yeah um, (laughs) obviously unintentional um well, yes. Okay, it's very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Really bad, but it, it's also like pretty comedic, and I mean, again, not to Elton Jenkins, but you know, to uh, anyone else watching who has been watching this guy like struggle with balance. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. I, I'm. I thought that was supposed to be the strength of running backs in this build. Balance right? is hard balance. to knock over. Like how? Yeah, yeah it is like, weird. It, that's. It is weird for someone with as strong of a trunk as him. It's also weird um, to see his digression almost. Like yeah. And maybe it's maybe it's an expectation thing, but it's not it's not a, a thunder and lightning to your point Zach. That's that it's it's a one you know, pro bowl running back and a very mediocre second running back when asked to fill in can't get it done and we i it's tough not to look at this game um and point out or single out that last drive or the second to last drive where they couldn't convert that that third down um but man it's that's just one you gotta have and there's play calling and there's offensive line woes and everything else but you gotta call on your guy to get that done and that was really that, that was it. Like that was it right there. Tough. Tough. Yeah. And there's not much more to say on AJ Dillon other than kind of what you said. Yeah. I want to shout out uh, our note nug uh, coming in from listener Sean, who says Bijan was a beast. Is Jonathan Taylor still available? Sean, you're right. Bijan, very good at football, uh, as it turns out. And also uh, you know, <laughs> when the Jonathan Taylor story broke, I think a lot of people, myself included, were like, "Ah, eh, it's just one of those like, um, you know, Goot's gonna say he's in every conversation. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta make the phone call if someone of that caliber is available." But it was nothing serious. But, and I don't know how serious it, it would have gotten at all with, apparently, if um, you know, Christian Watson was supposed to be on the table because that's that just that's not an it's not a serious ask of the Colts. But I think the interest was very real from Brian Gutekunst because I think now we see that he probably thinks the running back room is not good enough. And um after two weeks I'm tending to agree with Goot. Yeah. Watching watching Bijan eat on the other side and just run that little outside zone situation and daring the Packers defense to stop them on that crucial fourth down at the end of the toward the toward the end of the fourth quarter with such a slap in the face to uh our pal Joe Barry and that defense who like that defense was exhausted at that point like but still there was never a doubt in my mind that they were going to drive down when they had the ball yeah and kick a field goal like there there wasn't it was like how much time are they going to leave jordan love to try to pull off 
yeah. something miraculous. I, you knew they were going to score there because there there was there was no stopping Bijan at that point. Yeah, we talk about the uh, the pain the pain scale, and uh, the the pain meter was pretty high for me at that when when the Falcons started that drive. To your point, Nick, I just there yeah. was not a doubt in my mind that they were going to go go get some points out of it. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. don't want to. Don't want to dwell too much on that. And although Alex is skeptical, I'm going to try not <laughs> to harp on AJ Dillon for the rest of the season. Alex, what is a One challenge? <laughs> Don't talk about AJ Dillon challenge. Um, Alex, what is uh, what's your note nug? Um, I want to talk about uh, for my note nug what I think is a disproportionate amount of anger given the youth on this team, a road game in a dome against a, what seems to be a pretty decent team, the disproportionate amount of anger that was coming from Matt LaFleur, which I can't help. And I know this is wild speculation and it's not fair. And David Bakhtiari would say it's not journalist. Well, we're not journalists anyway, but like, I feel like some of it has to do with how mad he was that Bakhtiari wasn't playing. Like I can't, just assume it's because Dylan couldn't pick up uh, a yard when he needed it most. And because Jordan love said the wrong thing when they called the quarterback sneak. And, you know, I, I, he was so feisty and, you know, I, I don't really feel like he's an angry, like there are coaches that you would expect that from. And I understand they were leading by 12 going into the fourth quarter. And it kind of felt like they were really close to kind of just closing this team out. But you're the youngest team in the league on the road against a team that's like probably on a really similar level to you. So I I just thought it was interesting that it felt like he was more disappointed than I feel like fans who are typically less reasonable than coaches, um, that he was more disappointed than like us, you know, than than I feel like most people I knew. Like it was like it's a it's a crappy loss, but it's. You know, I don't think anyone came out of it being like, oh, this freaking team, like, you know, I, I think it was more like, wow, you know, that was a good effort. Like a young team is going to lose games yeah. like that. So I just thought that that was interesting. I think um, I think you're right on. I totally agree that I think that had a, a lot to do with it. I saw Bakhtiari uh, with some locker room availability today and uh, kind of confirming uh, with reporters that he had swelling, that it was the knee, that it was not turf-related, and then kind of taking umbrage, didn't name names, but taking um- umbrage with certain reporters, um, basically just saying that like they didn't have all the facts and they were reporting a fake story, and unless they, um, unless they admit that they were wrong and correct the record, like is that really journalism and it's like i don't know is it is it really journalism to ask for straight answers from you the source not get them and then be left to like try to put the pieces together based on the evidence in front of you yes that's what that is (laughs) sorry you didn't correct the record you're you like make yourself available if that's what it is say that's what it is i don't know it's it's I, I agreed. And, and, and I think that it's probably, I think the speculation is part of what probably annoys Matt LaFleur, but Matt LaFleur probably can't also say exactly the truth, you know, yeah. because this is a really delicate situation. There is so much money tied up in this yeah. guy. And even if it has nothing to do with turf, it's still a really sticky, shitty situation yeah. to be paying someone that amount of money. Who's basically a 
he, he's in like from now until the end of his career, he will be like quote unquote like yeah. day to day. Like it's a real it's it's bad, and it's only gonna continue to be like this unless they're really transparent about everything, which I don't think they want to be because it's way worse than everyone yeah. thinks. So it's a it's kind of yeah. It's, so it's that rough. sort of um, creates the cloudy situation that keeps everyone frustrated coaches don't want to be asked about this stuff you know like that they, they don't want to talk in general but like you know they, they don't want to be uh, annoyed with these speculative things like you know in his mind he's like trying to process like why they had to freaking like shift out like offensive linemen uh, you know on like a drive-by-drive -drive basis um, and have a rotating door at tackle, you know, like he's, that's what he's worried yeah. about. So I get why he doesn't want to talk on that, but, um, but as Bakhtiari, know, isn't there like at least one of these beat guys who you're close enough with that? Like, you can be like, listen, off the record and you can tell the beat this it's because of X, Y, Z. Otherwise you're going to get, I... you're going to get the red string on the bulletin board because you're just well, leaving Bakhtiari's people to mean... fill in the gaps. He's I feel like he's like the I don't trust any journalist guy. Like he's like he's in the Aaron Rodgers camp and I don't think there's no going back. Like I feel like he's like he's um, RFK pilled. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes um, a bad uh a bad yeah. a bad uh Apple podcast review. Which by the way, quick interjection. Um leave us a review if you haven't already. <laughs> just go in there, you don't have to write anything, just click five stars. Do us a favor, please. Yeah, five stars and then say whatever you want to say. Um it's the stars that count. Uh, yeah, just yeah, go in I there don't and know. type pee pee poo poo a hundred times, but as long as you click five stars, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I really hope we get that exactly. Please. Review. I'll read it on air. <laughs> It'll be quick. Is this, anyway, is this wine you got, Alex? What, what are we? <laughs> uh, no, it looks like it. This is like a uh, watered down uh, spritz situation gotcha. that was happening. Again, I'm really. Really hanging on to the last bit of summer here, guys. Um, and uh, the ice melted, and now it just he's getting, it kind of tastes like crap. I don't think it. it's worth it's like we said. The, yeah, I don't, I don't know that it's worth the <laughs> we'll let you off the calories hook. that are left. We'll us, let you off the hook. Uh, Nick, give me a note nug. I think that after, um, like AP, you, you mentioned, um, a, a a type of passionate anger that was unjustified from Matt Lafleur about um, that loss. I kind of felt the same way, despite us setting our expectations prior to this and trying to enter this season and these games with no expectation. Um, I felt really kind of beaten down after that loss, just because like you give up a double digit lead in the fourth quarter to a team that I mean if it's if it's a a, a team on a level playing field it's still Desmond Ritter playing quarterback and that 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 team should not have beaten a, a healthy Packers team that had two of their star offensive weapons ready to play and Bakhtiari who's an all pro tackle ready to play but all that being said like uh, a veteran team finds a way to win that in in spite of all those things i'm like oh yeah this team is just young 
and they haven't been through it like some of these other teams in the league have. And I just have to continue to come to grips this season and maybe even parts of next season that they're young and they don't know how to win yet. And that's going to be okay. And they're going to blow double digit leads and take away from the game. Some of the good parts, some of the flashing moments, Jaden Reed moments, the Dontavian Wicks moments. I thought Jordan Love played outside of an impossible situation at that at the end of that game with no timeouts and a minute left on the clock. Like you have to be a very, very special kind of talent to pull something off in that situation. And he might be that, but he's not there yet. So um my note nug is they're young and that's okay. Yeah. I I think you said it well. I don't have much else to add there. I think <laughs> I've been joking with people. We have our pain scale. And I, as at some point I sent you guys like a, a version of the pain scale with like a new slot in the middle that just says empty inside. And <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like the space that I'm trying to occupy uh, watching these games just to try to be uh, not not like apathetic, but just Zen and just thinking back to 2008 Rogers first season, the Packers go six and ten and just remembering. I was such a passionate fan, but still, you know, six and ten, I was like, I feel so excited about the future. It's so clear to me that we have reason to be optimistic that we've got a very good quarterback. And I don't know if Jordan loves there, but you know, time will tell this year, but the, the team in general, so far, it seems like we're in okay hands and um, yeah, we just got to ride it out. If, if, if I told myself going into the season six and 10, again, um, hearkening back to that 2008 season, that's the benchmark for me. If we can get there, I will be content and anything beyond that is gravy. And I think they have a pretty good chance of going beyond that. I'm going to try my hardest not to get too emotionally (laughs) invested if we do start to get past that and start um, sniffing the playoffs. But again, anything over six and 10 is, is gravy to me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, really hard not to, or I guess it's hard to compartmentalize when you're watching these games and, take these shining moments for whatever reason during that Roger season I didn't have a hard time with it because they blew some pretty big leads that year and they but you could just see these flashes of brilliance with Rogers and we were two games into this season all we've seen from Jordan Love at this point was like he's poised and you can tell there is something there that needs to continue to be crafted but he's got six touchdowns and no interceptions thus far and i'm trying there's so many graphics out now that are like comparing him to great quarterbacks and they're like two consecutive starts early in their career and it's like peyton manning patrick mahomes and like please please let's just cool it (laughs) it's yeah they're they're totally um unfair comparisons to make but you can you can tell like he doesn't it's like the never too high never too low like he he doesn't seem to get shook all too much 
you put the right people around him and I don't know, like that offense probably needed to score a couple more points to help the defense out. Two, and the, two points and the, to be exact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe let Carlson kick that 50, whatever yarder on that first drive after yeah. when we all saw the first play of the game, I was like Packers by a hundred. Oh my God. Let's go flea flicker right out, right out of the gate. Are you kidding me? Speaking of yeah. uh, Hundo, not to put you on blast, but you made a uh, late in the week bet with a Falcons fan, did you? Know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and the, the problem was it was a it was a heat of the moment situation. So I was uh, I was corresponding with uh, uh, someone I learned to later be a Falcons fan, and got arrogant after a couple of beverages, and um, put the spread by the wayside and said, "Whatever, straight up." Let's put a let's put a keynote on that bad boy, or what do you call it, a C note? Why did they Why do they call hundred dollar bills a C note? By the way, uh, um, I know this uh, bar trivia. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> My guess is because. I like how I call this a uh, keynote. A keynote is slang term for a one hundred dollar banknote in U.S. currency. It's the like Roman C numerals, maybe. And the C note refers to the ro- oh, ding, 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 boom. There it is. I know. So anyway, I lost the money. <laughs> anyway, Let's get back time. to the task at hand. That's not an official degenerate mm. corner bet, so we'll we'll let you off the hook. But I had to yeah. drag you a little bit when we so. when we do when we do get to yes, and I would have covered with with this spread that. <laughs> Came to be three points later in the week. But anyway, <laughs> when we get to Degenerate Corner later, y- you will be able to trace back the fact that both of my bets hit. Oh. So did you make up that money? <laughs> Sorry, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. PJ tweets in uh, his note nug um, writing off of uh, your thoughts, Nick. I kind of expected dumb losses at the beginning of the season, so not super bummed out. And the rest of the North lost. Yeah, also kind of that's funny true. To think about. We lost no position as Packers. Still technically in first place somehow, I think. Is that right? For like some like fourth tiebreaker or something with the Lions? Maybe. <laughs> um, one more note nug and then uh, we'll throw it to break. Um, that guy from Wisconsin tweeting in, Albert and Vilma should never be allowed to call another game. Painful broadcast. I got to be honest. I had the sound on. But I was also doing a bunch of like cooking and, and cleaning and stuff. So I was like in the room, I was watching the game. But I realized that as people were tweeting in about how crappy the broadcast was, that none of it was actually registering in my ears. So I need your help with this. How bad was the broadcast? Well, I'll say Jonathan Vilma did not. I don't know. He ain't it necessarily for me. I'll, I'll just say that. Is he like um, the B team, C team? What are we talking? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I. He's been he's been in the mix for a little bit. Um, now that the broadcast team was when I I like I I listened with the sound on, of course, but I was kind of transfixed by what was happening. I wasn't really registering, but there were a couple things that stood out where I was like, oh, that was. Yeah, it, it it just it it felt clunky. I don't know that it was like the same impassioned. Oh, I don't like Troy Aikman because of 
X, Y, and Z. I don't know if it was about like what he was saying about the team or if it was just hard to listen to. AP, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I never noticed. So generally, that would mean that I feel like it was fine. Um, so, you know, that being said, I, I would think, I think there was only what, like, uh, two or three Fox games at that time, plus like the later yeah. ones. So, I mean, like at, at minimum, he's like third on the, that's like the third the team. Yeah. Um, could even be B for all I know. I mean, I don't know. There wasn't. It was hard to decipher this week's games because I feel like there weren't a lot of yeah. good ones, um, a lot of obvious ones. So anyway, I don't yeah. know. I always liked him as a player. I, I mean, I, there was only there was one time where we were like one play into I think the Falcons' second draw, or no, maybe it was the Packers actually that I noticed one thing. She's like, this drive is starting exactly like the last drive, and I was like, with a play from scrimmage, like what else would it like? <laughs> how could you compare that? <laughs> like it's like. This drive has not really started yet. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, no, I, I I didn't necessarily realize that uh, at any point. But, you know, everyone's got different tastes. I don't I don't blame you. Well, I'll be curious if he was on the call this week. I'm pretty sure most of the country's got um, got our game with the Saints, which I'm pretty pumped about. Jonathan Vilma's yeah. former team, the Saints, right? Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a fun one that we will talk about later. All right, guys, we are going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to read some poetry. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're back, and uh, no one had to take a pee break. I'm just checking on you guys now, you know? Like, there were a few pods last year where I feel like by the end of it, we have our little, like, post-show banter, and I was like, all right, I got to stop this meeting because I have to pee so bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got a uh, notoriously uh, small bladder, I guess. I don't know. Hey, I pee a lot. Say with your chest, baby. Be proud of it. Your bladder yeah. is small, but your heart is big. Exactly. Bladder boys. If any type of drink has been had, uh, it's, then it's only, it's only going to get more time. active. So I, I think it's a, I think it's a nice thing that you check on us because I guarantee there will be many shows that I will need that break. Right. So thank I'll, you. I'll be for your consideration for you. On that note, uh, I think it's time to uh, to read some poetry. If I can find the drop. <laughs> There it is. <sighs> Above the mantle, staring us right in the face, Chekhov's gun looms large. Mm. My haiku is really a question um, for the group here which is that uh, um, 
assume let's let's assume a universe where the Packers are in playoff contention or get into the playoffs, whatever. There's meaningful football at the end of the year. And again, assuming, not saying that's going to happen, not prognosticating, but in a world where that happens, what is the Chekhov's gun? So far this season, of all the football we've seen, what is the one obvious thing that is staring us in the face that is going to come back to, uh, to bite us and, and ultimately end our season? I got a few possible ideas, but I want to pose the question to you yeah. guys first. Oh, uh, I've got two nominations, so I would be curious to know what Nick thinks first. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. Um, I think youth is at the top of my list. I think we we know that this team, and I, I don't mean to... Um, um, to preamble my what what I have to say for for uh, my haiku too much, uh, but just a little taste. This we we know we know we know that we know the gun is a very young gun, and we know that we're going to take some lumps on this journey. So we can't get to. I I think. Zach, I do think this team is going to challenge for a playoff position. I the the schedule is easy. Then the North is miserable. We just have to really temper expectations. Well, you say uh, the the gun is young. I assume you mean the the obvious thing will be something to do with the youth of this team that comes back to bite us. I um, have a suggestion for a possible opposite of that. Which is that? What if the Chekhov's gun is David Bakhtiari? Yeah. <laughs> what if we get to the end of the season <laughs> and we don't have a left tackle? <laughs> yeah. That was going to be my number well, two. Um, that le- legitimately was, and based on protest or knee swelling, I mean, that's it. Joe Thomas's knee had to get drained every single week for his entire career, and he gutted it out for um, multiple you know, two, three, four win Browns teams. And it's just like, it's kind of why this Bakhtiari conversation is like almost growing tired for me. Like if you're, you're either in it or you're not like, I don't, I don't know. Like maybe it is too far gone, but that would be my second nomination. Like just like put up or shut up. Like, I don't, you're not, this isn't like a cool selfless, like protest that you're, um, campaigning like it, I, I, yeah i don't know i don't i don't even want to speak to the injury or like playing through injury i don't i don't want to pretend like i know what that's like i gotta bend down and grab my knees every time i sneeze so i don't throw my back out so but i mean yeah. it's frustrating as a fan and yeah but yeah. but or to be cryptic about it and whatever else like listen i a thousand percent agree with you zach I just don't like it, it. Part of it feels like, yeah, there he's, he's dealt with a ton of injury over his career. And part of it feels like he's already bowed out on the organization. So. Yeah. Um, I, my nomination, I guess kind of like falls in line. It's, it's like the, 
big brother of what you're saying, Zach. And um, mine was just going to be injuries. Yeah. And that like teams that overachieve oftentimes teams that win Super Bowls. We've talked about this forever. Um, so many things have to go right. And sometimes the difference between, uh, you know, a team making the playoffs and a team going six and 10 could simply just be that you had really bad injury luck. And the Packers generally, I would say, have not had terrible injury luck recently. I feel like it used to be way worse. Um, and they now are just not they're because of the youth and because of this kind of like regenerative phase of the organization. Um, I don't want to call it a full rebuild, but you know, it is a major transition. They're nowhere near deep enough to um, withstand this. And if you even look at last week as a microcosm of the bigger picture, I would say that David Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones, and even with limited sample size of what he really is as a player, Christian Watson are arguably our three most important offensive players, not named Jordan love. And they were all out and like, that's all it takes. And I'm not optimistic of any of those guys staying healthy all year. The three we just named, let alone other guys not getting hurt. And they're not too deep at most positions. You know, they're just not, they're, they're, um, so I think that that, you know, th- things could, I'll still enjoy it. I'll still love the, op- the, uh, the more, the, you know, the additional opportunities that more young players will get, but yeah, uh, I'm not loving this trend so far with how many guys are missing time already. Yeah, They're approaching the legal limit of how many hamstring injuries you're allowed to have <laughs> in my yeah. book. Um, Really quickly, um, and then we'll get some poetry from you guys. Uh, the other things on my possible checkoffs gun list, uh, Anders Carlson, my guy, my drafted guy, Anders Carlson. Yeah. Um, spend money through two games. Love to see it. But, hey, you know, he was had a really, really rough training camp and preseason, and it is entirely possible that, you know, we get to more meaningful football and, and something sneaks up to us. Um, the other candidates, uh, Joe Barry, we don't need to have that conversation. Um, the safety position, they don't really have a starting safety right now. Oh, that's, um, yeah. So, I mean, so it's like inability to stop the run, maybe ability to stop the run. <laughs> no safeties can't stop the run. Other than that, they'll be fine. Um, uh, okay. Who wants to read a poem next? I've got one. I can go because mine you is. Go, you go, you go. All right. Yeah, mine is uh, kind of something that we're already on the topic right. of. So Let's keep it rolling. In the spa, hopefully, in the spirit of healing. <laughs> when one is so fast, hamstrings likened to a back, it is has not had. Mm-hmm. Our former slash still corporate co-corporate overlord uh, Tex Western. I feel like I I think it was him. I feel like like every time he would appear on our show. Oh, you know what? It might also be Gabe Neitzel. I don't know. A million people. Gabe Neitzel of ESPN Milwaukee. But I can't ESPN down right now. Uh, would always say, but I think Tex is like the first guy. Like no one ever had a bad back. 
I'm starting to seriously question if it is possible to be as fast as Christian Watson and have as beefy of hamstrings as he probably does to be able to run at that speed and to play at that speed and just have had a bad hamstring or will it just always perpetually be a bad hamstring? Um, I don't know. I I was talking to one of my friends who was a athlete and he was saying like, I legitimately sometimes think that like really fast people are just more prone and it's obvious, you know, like sprinters are the the people who suffer the most hamstring injuries and then NFL football players are the second. Um, You know, I, I don't love that Watson has, or is already kind of dealing with this. He was a limited participant today, um, but I don't want to make the whole thing about like, oh, is Watson ever going to have a healthy hamstring? Like, of course he will. Um, I do want to just say, like, if anything, I just wanted to focus a little bit on his absence because it's really felt. And they, he is the one guy who does what he does on this team. And that element was so missed. I felt like at Atlanta, in Atlanta as well, um, not as much in Chicago because they were good enough to get by. Well, Chicago is bad enough to get by without it. Phrasing, but yeah. the the I I it's more about like his absence stands out more because all these other guys are doing such really positive yeah. things. Like I need to see him at a hundred percent with Jaden Reed, who's been awesome, um, and he's been like this gadget guy that we've wanted forever. With Romeo Dobbs, hopefully healthy and playing well, and with Musgrave, like, and then obviously you throw Aaron Jones in the mix, but just in general, you left out um, Dontavian Wicks, who had his first touchdown, and I I do think that he's a guy yeah. who can step in, and he's not going to be Christian Watson, but he can run some of those routes, and he knows how to get open, and I think if he is called, if he is if it's if he is needed to be called upon more throughout the season, he'll get more and more opportunities. Um, but I think ideally we would have. We would have Watson out there on the 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 hammy, the the prone to hammy question. um, I do think there is there is some amount. And I I heard um, I believe it was Tom Silverstein and Ryan Ryan Wood talking about this um, with uh, JS online. There's the, the way that Watson is built. He is like long and lean. And there is like weight training conditioning that you can do to to mm-hmm. train to train those muscles um and he needs to do more of it and kind of learn learn through i think more like more game reps kind of how to control his speed you know you don't yeah. always need to yeah. go 0 to 60 there's there's some amount of of control that you need to exercise. And so like, that's a thing. Those are things that can be trained. There are things that can be learned. So maybe it's something that will, will improve over time. Christian Watson, by the way, did uh, rejoin portions of practice, I believe uh, today with like a full on black, like sleeve (laughs) down his whole right leg. Yeah. I mean, we, I, there is an art to staying healthy. Um, when it comes to these injuries that aren't necessarily coming from contact, you know, like from being tackled. Um, so basically the Milwaukee journal Sentinel is saying that Christian Watson can't is like skipping leg day or something like get in the gym, bro. Like, what are you doing? 
the hamstring he, curls. I don't know yeah. if it's skipping leg day so much as like for a player like him, it needs to be more of a focus than maybe it would be for some other players. Yeah, I think that's what they're saying. Yeah, fair enough. No, no, I know. I'm just messing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Just I mean, make a quick leg day ref. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, we just want uh, we just want a healthy. What um, what a plight to be cheetah. Too fast for your own good. It, yeah, I know, right? It's really what it feels like. The uh, the the zero to sixty, um, you need a little ramp up, and you know maybe he'll get there. But it's it's tough to tell someone with that insane skill set not to just go do exactly yeah. what they can do yeah. all the time. Yeah. Well, it, hamstring aside, we also were saying um, before. For someone who is as big as he is, he like last year, I remember saying, like, why does it look like every time he gets hit? It's such a hard hit. Like, I mean, like, just protect this man, please. It's obliterated. (laughs) uh, Anyway, Nick, you uh, you got some poetry? Uh, I do. I do have some poetry. And like I said, I not to allude too much to. younger conversation but I feel like um, it's really driving my thought process right now so give me a second Nick's big on the young men got it (laughs) Greg Olson (laughs) young love bewilders it's everything and nothing but it's what fuels us (laughs) <laughs> Got some uh, some some good bars the last couple of weeks. Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when when you when you've got when you've got uh, a guy under center with the last name Love, you can really uh, take a lot of creative and uh, and literary um, leaps. So it it just I I just like you're again. taking a literary second year leap this year. I think that's what's going yeah, on. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Like coming into your own in the poetry yeah. department. I like yeah. it. Arthur Tangles. Yeah. <laughs> your pad level is. Yeah. It's it's, nice. it's getting lower. It's not as low as it should be, but I'm not I'm not tripping over my offensive lineman. We'll exactly say that. Right. Um. It is. Uh, I I feel like right now, like. It's seldom does that first love that high school love that that middle school or even younger love really uh, materialize the way that you that you think it does when it burns so passionate through you oh we're really opining now all right yeah it's <laughs> so um when I, when i have to i have to continue to measure myself when the the highs are so high because the lows are going to seem low because you haven't really lived that life experience through just yet. And that's what this team is enduring as I see it. Um, a fourth quarter collapse. It wasn't, there weren't insane egregious errors that happened. Like it wasn't 2014 season NFC championship game style where a lot of stakes were on the line. Um, this is probably, and maybe I'm reaching and saying this, but it was probably a good thing to have this team endure and have to reconcile after the fact. Like I heard post game reports that 
almost everyone on the locker room, they they weren't um, uh, resigned to their own space and packing up and going home. They were like working through the what went wrong, what could have and what should have, yeah. and all of that. And I think those are important measures to take as a team that's building towards something. Yeah, uh, as a no, team that's learning how to win those kinds of games. Yeah, you gotta you have to learn how to win and to to unify as a team and to see Lafleur. AP to your point, like maybe irrationally angry. Um, maybe it was irrational, but maybe it's just this team figuring out, you know, what some of those extra steps are to get to a point where they don't have to feel that type of feeling again. So I don't even I don't even think it was irrational. You know, if we set aside the David Bakhtiari of it all and and say that maybe if if we are living in a world where we don't think that had anything to do with his uh his tenor at the end of the game Matt LaFleur's uh tenor then i think you know maybe he's sending a message to the team he's fired up because that was a, a winnable game a game yeah. that they were winning and that they let slip through their fingers and yeah. maybe that's you know part of his way of uh, of making it a, a teachable moment of lighting a fire under them. So that was my first impression kind of right after the game, watching that press conference, like, Oh, he's probably sending a message to the young guys. Like this is, you know, this, this should have gone better. And we got to learn how to hold on to these, hold on to these games. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. I would like to, uh, I do this thing the past couple of weeks where, um, and, this is terrible for audio uh, where I like during the show, try to predict what the episode title is going to be that you do Zach. And I feel like I just heard it come from you. Um, well, don't, you well, don't, if I say it, you're yeah, gonna, don't say it out loud. Don't say it out loud. You have to text us after the fact and let us know. So, if... Yeah. I really should have not done that. Um, I didn't hear it, um, but I want, yeah. Uh, well, I'll text Nick. And then I'll I'll have it on All record right. as, as to whether or not I'm correct. I mean, honestly, you should send it to me because like another peek behind the curtain, you know, we do this show and then I edit it. And like, so it's going to be like 10 p.m. local time for me when I'm like getting the show published. And that's yeah. too late for my brain. I'm a I'm a writer in my day job. <laughs> and it's just like to then like write all day, have done a show and done like a bunch of editing and then, and then to come up with like, all right, now come up with like the catchy five words that sells the episode and yeah. perfectly summarizes what it's about. I mean, like, I'm just making stuff up at that point, <laughs> folks. I got you. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I feel like you oftentimes like quote somebody and I, uh, I just feel like I, I heard it really, really right. quick there. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, good poems, everyone. Good poems. <laughs> good poems people i'm feeling very encouraging <laughs> i just want to compliment you all on your work Thank today you. <laughs> and, and i and not to speak for zach but i'd like to compliment i think we would both like to compliment you too we i think we brought it in a in a succinct um haiku type of way you know uh, a, a way that, that I, a haiku can only you know drive home a point yeah well, we're just the show is now Let's devolved so it's just patting each other on the back you know, this is this is the vibe. This is this is the post Aaron Rodgers vibe. No blame. No, you know, no, no sour about anything. We all did, we our, did best. our best. 
We do yeah. our best. All right, guys. On that note, we are going to head on out to yeah. Degenerate yeah. Corner. Busy street corner. Where all the sleaziest action takes place. <laughs> Dip into yeah. a dark alley. Find our bookie. And uh, and see what's cracking. So um, I really I want to check in last with last week, um, Alex. I think you said uh, Packers with a plus five tease. I'm learning all kinds of the plus five with an under tease. Is that what you said? Yeah. So that would be you've it taken. Is. is that that's forty six point five was the point total, and you took the over or the under. Sorry, I teased it to, and took the under, so, so I was you were wrong. wrong. Okay, it's on the week. document is over, and I was like, "No, you got that, but you took the under." No, no, I I did not hit that, and uh, it was close, and it was very frustrating. So, uh, not not great, not, not great, great, Bob. But that's all good. Um, what else did we have on the books here? Bijan Robinson over receptions. Did we hit that? We did. Yeah, we did hit that. Um, I said. Take it even if it was around five and a half. And I don't know what it ended up at, but I know that when the prop came live, it was at three and a half, I believe. And I took that and I know for a fact that hit. So I don't know. Um, I don't know what he ended with, but I said Bijan was likely going to eat and eat he did. Yeah. Yeah. We don't we don't have yeah, to reference yeah, the stats had, on those games again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he had five. Anyway. And then, and uh, then Jordan Love touchdown passes one point five. That felt like an easy over. You guys both nailed that one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um my man's out here throwing three a game. <laughs> Interception unders. That's what we should have been doing. Yeah, now we do that. He's gonna I mean, I started, that. you know, I started a couple weeks ago saying Packers fans should expect more interceptions. And so far. Yes. I'm not looking so hot in that prediction. No interceptions. Can he do it for 17 years? They will come. They will come. Don't worry, folks. They're coming. All right. What do we got here? Um, well, I uh I am going to uh take one of the props that's already been posted by our friends over at DraftKings. Um they have some of the uh touchdown scorer or scorers uh posted. Anytime touchdown scorer. Jaden Reed plus three ten, pretty good value for a guy who seems like he's got a little nose for the end zone. So I am gonna say, in this home opener, he we're gonna get a little Jaden Reed Lambo leap. He's gonna get in the end zone again. Um, so I'll take that at plus three ten. That's uh, that's my nomination this week. Very impressed. Uh, feel like he's entering the Matt Lafleur needs to make a conscious effort to find ways to get him the football territory which is always a good thing um he's like the tyler irvin we never had in in that he also can play a position other than a gadget we never really had tyler irvin right the real tyler irvin was the friends we made along the way nick do you take this back (laughs) the 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 only what gives me pause is dobbs had two touchdowns week one Jaden reed had two touchdowns week two it could be another Dobbs week. Um, I don't know. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I don't. Well, he's staying away. You're allowed to stay. I away. I might. I might stay away don't from tarnish your record. I might stay away from that one. I've got a. Um, mine are both going to be anytime touchdown scores as well. 
And um, my number one is Tony Jones Jr. Anytime touchdown scorer. Um, Jamal Williams is hurt. Alvin Kamara is still suspended. I think he gets into the end zone at one point. That's only plus 165. Um, But that's not a fun one. So my fun one is going to be Packers defense. Anytime touchdown score. We watched (laughs) plus 750. We watched two would-be pick sixes. I don't know what the, you know, the landscape looked like after Jair dropped that one and Quay dropped that one, but both of them in theory have potential to be housed. You know, and I think when you some, practice, I think something is righted this week. Derek Carr is not shy about slinging that pill around. Hmm. And I think one of them hmm. finds that eager hands of a Packers defender and takes it all the way. Or Just maybe, say, maybe, yeah. Do you say oh, plus 1750? Now plus seven fifty. Seventeen fifty. Yeah, seventeen fifty would be very nice. Seven fifty right, is actually not even that great of odds. I was gonna say that's insane for betting on a defense or a special teams to score. I mean, I guess we do have a dangerous return man. Well, it was dangerous last but, year. Kind but of I'm putting year, I'm but. putting my reputation and uh my betting acumen on the line with this one. And if it hits, uh you're going to see a jovial Nick on next week's podcast. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that when you practice against a quarterback like Jordan Love, who does not throw interceptions, um, I can be more understanding of when you drop these ones that are thrown out okay. to you because it just never yeah. happens. What? And then can, yeah, they're like, what? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding? An inaccurate throw? I mean, I can't believe the what? I mean, the the pick that Jair dropped, he's never. I don't think he he would never. He'll never do that like, again. I, I it's like before they broke the huddle, he it was telegraphed. I, it was yeah. like I don't even like. A, I've never seen something happen slower, like for a throw that's that risky. Yeah. I'm like, how? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, Packers ended up losing that game, but Desmond Ritter really wanted the Packers to win that game. <laughs> it was oh, we left were up te- to him. <laughs> We were texting each other during that game. Like he, 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 he wants to throw five interceptions. Yeah, desperately yeah, wants to throw five there's, interceptions. Thirsty for the interceptions, no doubt. Uh, but the Packers just wouldn't. wouldn't do right, it. Well, really quickly before we get out of here, I want to uh, correct the record because still in the lead of the Unpack Pod Pick'em League is Dylan, who did correct me on the pronunciation of his name. He said. It's spelled that way for dot, dot, dot reasons, which I can appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. Sure. In first place. In second place, Nick Bornheimer, speaking of degenerate corners, speaking of staking your reputation, second place. And Alex, you're in the top five. I'm hanging out in oh, basically 30th week. place, which that feels on brand. <laughs> wow. I yeah. hadn't even well, I hadn't well, even checked. I'm learning this for the first time. It's early. It's early. No, there's just time to get get in the mix, Zach. It's only two weeks. Well, my my not to tip my hand too much, but usually my strategy with these things is like the first few weeks is a crapshoot in terms of guessing. And then after like the third or fourth week, then I really pay very close attention to like the Vegas line, because then I feel like we've really got enough information to, to get some educated guesses. And then I have more of a system. And then I've got like then, you know, the teams where it's like 
I'm never putting any confidence points on this team, no matter what. Like a few of yeah. those teams kind of emerge. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I I felt like almost every game around the league this week was exactly that. Just get like guessing, but like more so than the NFL usually is. It's like when, when I looked at scrolling through DraftKings, uh, like is getting close to the one o'clock kickoff, and it's like just a giant shrug that's what it feels like is like looking back at me from my yeah. screen like oh they're at home and they're two point favorites who the frick yeah. knows like i feel like every game was like that like i don't know shit about any of this like I mean, steelers and browns game like i like what 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 how am i how are we supposed to pick that <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I i would have not thought going into a fantasy matchup up by 21 points with Jamal Williams playing and the Steelers defense to play that I would have lost that fantasy matchup, but I did. So Mm -hmm. Steelers defense came to play anyway. Anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to hit the poker before we start talking about fantasy. Our fantasy team. (laughs) As Alex chugs his last sip, the last sip of summer. Of this, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. That, I mean, if you if is that I mean, is that I'm the just, episode title? The last sip of summer. Gonna, we shall say, see. I, if I'm taking bets, that sounds like a pretty good one. We'll see if I remember that in two hours when I'm half asleep and naming this episode. All right, guys. Um, really quickly because I didn't do it at the top of the show. Uh, we came to you today via the official. Glenn's not dead yet. Memorial Zencaster account. Thank you, Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. Generous patron. Patreon.com slash the unpack pod, by the way, if you want to give us a buck or two. Um, there's no perks. It just helps me pay for things that make the show run, and I really appreciate it. Or if you can think of a perk that would make it worth it for you, let me know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Packers, uh, open up their uh, open up Lambeau Field here for the first time this season against the New Orleans Saints. They announced, um, sent out, (laughs) they announced that they're going to make all fans uh, who were using the Packers app to scan their ticket uh, to get into the game. Going to make all those fans download the latest version of the Packers app presented by U.S. Cellular in order to get into the game. So they're going to have all these like 45-year-olds drinking for four hours in their parking lot with the intention of just flashing their phone, show up to the gate and then have to like download some app to get into the yeah. game that they paid like $400 to go see. So we'll I'm see how that goes. That won't bottleneck anything. <laughs> oh, all right, guys, that's all for them. I'm me. Keep it locked in to Acme Packing Company.com for all your Packers needs in the podcast feed here. Tomorrow we should have uh, justice previewing the game with somebody. I don't know. He doesn't tell me. He doesn't have to tell me. He's the corporate overlord. All right, guys. Later. Best you ever found.